0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. On The Answer, San Diego.
1: All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know. FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a small business, liquor store, grocery store, and you're having trouble getting cashiers, do like Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco did. They went self-checkout. Call Southwest Point of Sale. They're the expert over 20 years 800-540-2149 or go to southwestpos.com guys will come out, take a look and if the systems work it's cheaper than a cash register also, hot rods and custom stiff, if you're a hot rodder and you love cars, you can't be hot rods and custom stuff. everything from doing repairs to full builds, paint jobs man, i tell you, take it right up to 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido or just go to the website, hotrodscustomstuff.com. Well, Ford had another birthday. The F-150 turned 75 years old. And Ted Ryan, is from the Archives and Heritage Brand Manager, is going to tell you all about it. Take a listen. All
2: right, guess what? I've got the guy that probably has more birthday parties than anybody I've ever met. Ted Ryan, Archives and Heritage Brand Manager. Who's having another birthday at Ford?
3: Uh, the F Series is turning 75. Uh, we're celebrating the 75th anniversary of the F Series truck, uh, America's best-selling truck for 46 years and best-selling vehicle for 40 years. Uh, it t- turned a, a youngish 75 uh, this week. Is it?
2: I mean, it's. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you know that, that that. But that truck. You know, like. He, that was the work truck of work trucks of work trucks. And everybody else just tried to kind of, you know, catch up. But, you know, and you're starting to see F Series get, get restored. If you watched any um at all this weekend, all 5,000 hours of it, there were quite a few, uh, F Series trucks, uh, that went across the block and pulled some serious money.
3: Yeah. And if you, uh, Bring a trailer like I do uh, and look at my email box every morning and and, uh, follow them on Twitter. You see a bunch of the F-Series there, too. What was interesting about the the F-Series was Ford actually sold millions of trucks prior to 1948. But with the F-Series, we created a dedicated line. You had the F-1, the F-2, the F-3, you know, Mm -hmm. growing more powerful, growing more potent as went up the line. And those changed over later to the F-100, et cetera, and then the F-150. But So it was a dedicated truck line so that regardless of what type of truck you need, Ford was going to have one uh, for you, whether it was a super duty, light duty, medium duty. Uh, and uh, since uh, I looked at the other day, 10% of all the products that Ford has sold since we were founded in 1903 were F-Series. They account for 10% of the total sales.
2: That is amazing. And the thing I've always seen, you know, it sounds cliche, but you guys truly listened to the truck owner back in the day. And those were the farmers. Those were the guys. This truck wasn't designed to go out to dinner in. This truck was designed to work like a mule. And customers would say, well, can't you do this or can't you do that? And that was the iteration of the F-Series right up to where it's at today.
3: I totally agree, and if you read the first brochure, it uh, it reads like today. It talks about payload capacity. It talks about uh, the room and the bed, and the talk, but also it talks, but it also talks about living room comfort. Uh, and interestingly, since World War II had just ended, a lot of the language is, is has that that connotation. It talks about the bonus. Uh, the bone is filled and the baby, uh, you know, like uh, coming home from the war and, and the shock absorbers being uh, military grade or aircraft grade. Uh, yeah. And it was actually the first vehicle Ford designed from the ground up after World War II was the F-Series. Even before the 49 Ford, we focused on our trucks first because Ford is always focused on, uh, on its customers. And we weren't called the farmer's friend for nothing. And I think with the F-Series, we delivered on that.
2: Well, and after the war, everybody had to get back to work, and you went to work with a truck. You didn't go to work with a car necessarily, especially if you're in the mid, you know, the Midwest, where farming was, you know, it was going through, right through the war. But still, now everything was ramping up, and and Ford never stopped. I mean, Ford, you know, sent a lot of vehicles into the war effort, you know, so you know the design, you know, what the country was looking for never stopped at Ford.
3: We did, and, and uh turned right around and used a lot of that engineering prowess that we had learned during the war builds to put into the truck, which is why it was so durable. Uh, the, the big change for me, if you look back over that 75 years, came with the extended cab in 74. Suddenly, your truck goes from being a work truck to a family truck. Right. You know, you could get it in a cab, you could get second row, you could get your kids in it. it. It became something that you could use for work, but you could also load the kids in it and uh, go uh, hiking or go camping or go to the baseball game. And that's when you begin to see the sales just really take off.
2: Well, and that also made the construction workers happy. So, because if you had to send a crew out to a, a location, normally three is, is all you can put in. So I think that extra cab, even though, you know, I kind of feel like the construction work industry, you know, caused the uh, extra cab, and then the consumer fell in love with it.
3: Uh, You could be right on that, and it it was the big game changer. That's when it became the best-selling vehicle in America, you know, 40 years ago was right after that. The other thing that happened too, Dave, is you also had America change. You had Home Depot founded, the big boxes, Lowe's uh, to, to not leave out any competitors, and America became more of a DIY uh, nation where, where people want the ability to, to get a load of two by fours and plywood and go go back home and build that playhouse for the kids. You know, so you needed a truck to be able to do things like that. And what you know, what took its place, or what it took the place of, was the station wagon. Right. The station wagon slowly from that point in time began to disappear. So you didn't have a big country squire anymore. Uh, now you had your pickup truck with the big dead and the double uh, row of seating. that You could fit your family in.
2: Well, because now it was it was more versatile than a station wagon, because a station wagon was nothing more than a car with a long tail on it. But you couldn't put lumber. You could, but not much. You couldn't put gravel. You couldn't put sand. But you could do that in the, in the Ford, you know, extra cab. And, and who cares what damage was done to the bed? Because the interior for the you know for the customers or the families, they were comfortable. They didn't. They had heaters. You know, they had the nice cushy seats. So the back end was a hard worker, and the front end just made you comfortable.
3: Exactly. Exactly. To to celebrate the seventy fifth, uh, we did two things. A late late last year, I may have talked to you on air about this. We introduced the Heritage Edition. Right, uh, seventy fifth anniversary that had the ABA the the you know the Tommy the Two Tone color scheme, but uh, more recently, just this week, we announced a big update of images and brochures to the Ford Heritage Ball. That's our online website that the Archives launched last June uh, with about ten thousand images now. I think when I talked to you last time, we only five thousand, but we made sure that there's eight representative of every model year for the F-Series. And then we added about 400 brochures to really beef up the content so that all of the F-Series brochures are now available for free to be uh, searched and downloaded by, by the public.
2: That's fantastic. Yeah, so are you going to do any uh, 2023 F-Series limited edition numbered trucks or No.
3: Not that I have heard, but I'm probably the last person that would hear about it. <laughs> they, they tell me they tell me sh- uh, shortly before the launch that something is going to happen, but uh, uh, I'm I'm just uh, here filling the vault with content, making people happy. By the way, Dick, we're going to hit our one millionth download from the four-year Roll at some point this week. Uh, that you know, if you build it, they will come, and and they've been coming to our website, downloading the pictures and the brochures. And my, one of my best days at work happened in December when Top Gear magazine—I didn't know know it was going to happen—did a review of the Vault, and they actually the headline was, "If you end up losing an afternoon's productivity, don't blame us." Uh, when once you get to the Ford Heritage Vault, there, there's so much great content there that car lovers are just going nuts for it.
4: It's
2: on my bucket list. It's definitely on my bucket list, and I will make it happen. Uh, and I, I encourage people to, to visit, you know, the vault and other other museums like that and take the kids and give them some education, and, you know, you'll be absolutely blown away. And, I mean, and I was, I've been in the car business in service for 30 years. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff come and go, and you have as well. But it's so – I mean, you have the best job. I don't care what anybody says. You may be the last yeah. to hear, but you do have a really cool job.
3: Uh, I do with that. And actually, we took the vault for the public. You can go to FordHeritageVault.com uh, right now, and you can sort by make, model, year, and color and download any one of the 10,000 images or, or brochures that's in there. And just to tease a little bit, the concepts are coming. Uh, this time about June – uh I'm, my goal is every single concept car that Ford ever built. Uh, there'll be a photo of it on, on the vault. Once again, free, sortable, and downloadable.
2: Wow. That's gonna you know, that's gonna be huge. Well, here in San Diego we have the San Diego Automotive Museum and we have a new CEO that is just off the charts and we're doing a a kids corner. So I will tell him about the vault so he can download material uh, for the kids, uh, we're also doing, we're going to do classes on, on, on being a, a technician, service advisor, parts counterperson, you know, and give them the history of that as well. So I think the vault will be a great uh, asset for him to build his curriculum.
3: And will. And actually, school kids were one of the audiences uh, that we had when we built out the vault uh, so that you know, one of the mantra was that any kid at home writing a paper on Ford Motor Company or one of her products should be able to get the pictures and the information they need from us directly free, and they, they don't need stinking Wikipedia. They can just download a 1964 Mustang brochure directly along with a couple of pictures, and then they've got the information right from the source. So uh, do, do tell them about it, and uh, we urge them to make it available to the students uh, because that's that was one of the goals
2: absolutely well i tell you, you you need to uh you know if you ever get out to the to the coast you need to give me a scream and i'll we'll take you to the museum i think you might be uh pleasantly
3: surprised i'd love that i and I'd, even more i'd love to go to san diego again i haven't been in about uh, eight years so one of my favorite cities
2: you need to work on it all right give out the uh, website one more time
3: the, the website is uh, www.fordheritagevault.com, and once again, there's over 10,000 images and brochures uh, that people can download and, and research free, uh, no, no cost, and free downloads. All right, buddy.
2: Man, it's always good talking to you. It's a great way to start the 2023 year off, and I'm sure you're going to have tons of stuff to talk about down the road.
3: Great. Thank you so much for having me on again.
2: All right, buddy. Look forward to it
3: down the road. Take care. All right,
1: folks. Welcome back to You Auto Now FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The Answer signals brought to you by Express Auto Service seventy six thirty three Alcoa Boulevard in lovely La Mesa. Go to Express dot com for all your automotive needs. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. How are we doing, kiddo?
5: What's going on?
1: Are you into wrestling?
5: I'm sorry, say it again. <laughs> Are you into wrestling? You no, know, I, I am not. I'm I, not into wrestling, no I, no. I just interviewed
1: a guy by the name of uh, Bobby Blaze, and he was world-renowned back in the 90s. So we we just uh, – uh, Brendan and I just interviewed him. What a great interview. Man, oh, man, oh, man.
5: Uh, Brendan, Brendan was, was telling me about it, like, when we, we talked um, – <laughs> So I grew up in a in a really strict Southern Baptist home.
1: Oh, then you didn't and have we wrestling.
5: Allowed to watch wrestling or boxing uh, or hockey or anything that my parents deemed violent. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: yeah but you're driving a <laughs> defender.
5: I know. And ironically, we were huge football fans. Oh, Okay. So, you know, explain that one to me. Still are. Still are. <laughs> still am. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to be safe from wrestlers, off-road, uh, <laughs> obstacles, uh, you know, whatever. The Land Rover Defender is the vehicle. And, man, oh, man, what a what a vehicle. Um, but you know what? Before I forget, this is what I, I, I want to get this out there. We frequently talk, you're very pro-lease. You're very, yes. like, a hey, lease a vehicle, especially if you're not sure. I'm kind of middle of the road. I think it always depends. I will say, if you're going to get a Land Rover, I think a lease is the way to go. Mm and i say that for a few reasons a because they do tend to have a lot of maintenance issues um yeah. and so you know to, to put your mind at ease i think Leash is the way to go the other thing is i think land rovers while i i find them to be phenomenal vehicles and i fall in love with them every time i have one um they also kind of have a little bit of a learning curve um as far as like their infotainment and configuring their uh, their monitors and, and just kind of using everything and the other thing is they're not very fuel efficient because they are they are made for off-roading like off-roading is their purpose Mm -hmm. and i would say that probably a very small less than five percent of the owners actually use their capabilities um and so i think lease is the way to go now i had a 5.0 liter v8 supercharged and this thing with 518 horses and man, oh man, oh man, <laughs> um, you know, it, and it sounds phenomenal. It yeah. doesn't have that in your face Hellcat sound. It doesn't have that over the top sound that the Escalade D has. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's got that refined sound, but still enough to make you smile and enough to kind of make you want to go fast. Um, you know, that, Air suspension, which gives it a refined highway driving, which always kind of blows my mind when you think about the chops that these Land Rovers have, but the fact that you can still drive it on the vehicle and you don't feel like you're bouncing or feeling every bump in the road, or you don't feel like you're driving a truck, you know? Um, Quiet cabin, that's another thing that really stuck out at me, is, um, you know, one of my biggest complaints or issues in the Bronco, like the Ford Bronco, but it's just loud. It's a loud vehicle. It's hard to kind of talk to your passenger, whatever, a lot of road noise. Um, so it amazes me that the Land Rover Defender has has found a way to just be quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? The other thing that I really, really, really like, and I don't know what your opinion is on this, but the cabin has kind of this perfect balance of modern and industrial, and I like it.
1: Yeah. I, I agree because – you don't you know it's kind of like taking the key out of the left side of the dash on a Porsche and putting it on the right side. Everybody'll get angry. So with the road, with Land Rover, you've got to be that off-road industrial mentality but then let me give you some luxury and I think they've got a fit, thin fine line that they've done extremely well.
5: They, they do, because uh, a friend of mine who was considering the vehicle, um, she wanted to check it out. She said, oh, she's like, look at these exposed screws and stuff. And she goes, you know, she's like, y- it would almost look cheap, but she said the way that they've done it, it looks cool. She's like, you know, it kind of reminds me of like a, um, uh industrial commercial type vehicle, but then it's got all these other touches like the um, – uh, the steering wheel, I think, is like Alcantara. right? Um, and she said, you know, it's like they found the right balance um, um, kind of to make everybody happy. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I, I think it looks cool. And also, it does, it's not over the top. It's not in your face, and it's not trendy. It's just kind of timeless, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, w- one of the things that, that I think a lot of people have um, an issue with Uh, and it's something that my friend was pointing out when we were looking at it, is she didn't like the fact the way the rear door, you know, it's a swing gate, and it opens towards the curb. And she's like, you know, not only that, but she said, if I'm she goes, I I go downtown a lot, so I'm parallel parking, which, you know, I don't, I'm almost never downtown. I I don't parallel park anymore. I just don't have to. And she said, but this is going to be a problem if I'm loading stuff in and out of the back because I might not have the clearance for swinging the door open. I hadn't even thought about that.
4: You know, I am not. So. I
1: am not a fan of any rear door that swings to the curb. I want it to swing to the street, so I've got a little bit of added protection in the event of. But usually, when you see them where they swing to the curb, it's because they sort of favor the European uh, buyer more so than the U.S. buyer.
5: Right. Well, and I'm sure it's you know um, it, it, probably part of their heritage. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, she was talking about how heavy it is. I said, well, you know, it's got the spare tire on there. I said, I guess you could take the spare tire off. She's like, yeah, I might like, I'd get a flat tire. Yeah. It. Then what
1: and are I'm you going to do with crazy,
4: it? I
5: know. But think about it. You're in the city. So it's not that hard. You know, mm-hmm. most people don't change their own tires when you're in the city, right? You're going to call triple a, um, to me, that spare tire is more of a necessity. If you're really doing some off-roading, and you might mm-hmm. like puncture a tire. Right. So I don't know. That, that was just. That was just my two cents. I do think it's important to point out that, you know, um, they've got three body styles, so kind of something for everybody. You've got the 90, which is the shorter two-door. You've got the 110, which is four doors and two rows. And then they've got the Defender 130, longer wheelbase, three rows. Um, and the price is all over the place, you know, considering what trim or what body style you get. This one is tested was up to 110, but you can certainly get in one for closer to 70, that's um, not which, bad, you know. Con- I mean, not considering the off-road chops. Again, most people aren't going to use it for that, right? Um, so you know. But when you look at the competitors, there's this. The, the Defender really stands in a class and lane of its own mm-hmm. because if you look at the Wrangler and the Bronco, maybe go all the way up. If you're luxury, you go up to like the the G class the Mercedes-Benz G class. The Defender, it, it just has a lot that sets itself apart mm-hmm. from all of those vehicles. So. I guess you just kind of have to be in the market for the specific vehicle for it to be something to consider or, you know, go to kind of the starting price point and don't get all the options. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then it's the right vehicle for you. But again, I think lease, lease is the way to go.
1: I, I, I totally agree. And I tell people, you know, they always give me that funny look. I go, look at it this way. After the end of the lease, if you absolutely love the car, trade it in and get another one. Maybe get some upgrades, maybe get a different color, you know. Just don't overthink it.
5: Right. Well, and, you know, and I was talking to a friend because, you know, anytime I say, anytime I'm talking to somebody about a Land Rover, the first thing they do is they groan and they say reliability. So I was talking mm-hmm. to one of our colleagues, and they made a valid point. It's something I hadn't really thought of. And they said, you know, if you compare the Land Rover and the technology on it, the suspension on it, and everything that it has, and you compare that to a Bronco or, let's just say, a Jeep, mm-hmm. they said it has a lot more on it than those models do. Mm-hmm. And they said so yeah it's going to have some more things go wrong cuz there's a lot more to go wrong. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, I never really considered it that way. Right. Well, pretty and, good point though.
1: And here's the other thing. It's like anything. You know, a past reputation is it has it followed through to the 23. Well, we won't know yet. We got to, you know, we've got to get some my I mean is the 22s a problem Are the 21s a problem? are the i mean i don't know if i can honestly say i've looked that far that far back to see so I, I i kind of i'm hesitant to talk about reliability and breakdowns you know until i've kind of done the research you know what i mean
5: well let me ask you this okay so let's say i'm in cuz i love the defender now i'm not in the market for one right now but let's say i was right mm-hmm. because i really like it and i was curious would would you is my best bet to research online or is my best bet to call some of the area service managers and ask them what they're seeing?
1: That's or what would I would you do. Both, I would do both, and I'd get in the forums because people will tell you, you know, what, 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 how, you know, what's what. I don't know if twenty, twenty-one, and twenty-two are too soon, but I would definitely talk to the service manager. I just go in and say, "Look, you know, I am just thinking about doing this. If you were to pick one, which one would you not pick? You know, something like that." And they'll tell you as long as you don't. Quote them, or put them in print, or, or you know, record
5: them. Right. Well, no. I mean, I'm just thinking of it from a consumer standpoint. No, I'd, because you know, that's the what we week had would. it, a lot of a lot of people in our subdivision were showing interest and in asking me questions about it. And they asked me, they said, you know, what's the best way to know what issues I might have? And I said, well, you know, I do some research online. They said, you know, online's okay, but you always wonder. You always wonder are these really verified customers? And so, you know, I thought I'd put it. You haven't been on the service manager wow. side.
1: What you do? I, I had people come to me all the time asking about whatever manufacturer I was, I was working for. But you know the other thing? I've actually seen people get into a car and it just runs and 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 runs and, runs and, and never have a problem. And then you'll get a car that is just nothing but you're in the shop the whole time. So
5: well and, and and that is a extremely good point. Happened with my Honda. Yeah. It's an extremely good point. Yeah. yeah it, it's you, you it's it's luck of the draw because sometimes mm. there's that one thing that goes wrong with that one model right. even though a hundred off the production line before it refined. Yeah. Um, there's just no guarantees.
1: Yeah. It's kinda like that built on Monday or built on Friday, which with all the computer over overlay on the production of an automobile isn't necessarily like it is, like it was back in the seventies and the eighties. So yeah, it's tough. Well, hey, let me know when you get that defender. I'd like to see a picture of it.
5: <laughs> you know,
1: my kids, my kids
5: really want one. They I knew always it. Bought the Monroni. They always bought the Monroni and look at the price tag before they say, "Hey, mom, is this a defender?" <laughs> uh, and they did on this one. And I said, "You know, I would love to have one." I'm like, "But it's just not in our budget right now." No,
2: you that's got a, it. No,
5: unique, get get it. A unique vehicle.
1: I know. Get it. Put focus daily news down both sides, and write it off. Come on, you can do it. All right, my hubby's
5: listening, so we'll see what he says.
1: Seriously, you can actually use it as a write-off, <laughs> and you be ahead of the game. Do a wrap on it, you know, all focus daily news, and you know, i that's what I would do. So,
5: and then I can drive around town throwing papers out the back. Exactly. Right? No,
1: that's what you got, Hunter, for. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Hey, have the great week next week, and we will talk next week. How do people follow you around? Focusdailynews.com, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Dave. All right, buddy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Brian Armstead, they're giving him oxygen. What do we do? Oh, my God, we went a minute into his time. Last thing we want to have to do is give him mouth-to-mouth. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Auto Know FM ninety six AM eleven seventy. The answer segment brought to you by John's Automotive Care, NAP Auto Care ASC Certified AAA. Nobody takes care of you better than John. Go to his website, John San Diego Auto John's San Diego Auto six one nine two eight zero. Looks like it is ninety three fifteen. All right, here we got Brian Armstead on the line. What's going on, brother? Hey man, how you doing today, Dave? Are you happy? Did your team win or did your team lose?
4: Oh, uh, we're we're still in the uh, the middle of uh, the first round of the of today's game. So right now, Cincinnati is putting the brakes on, beating the brakes off of uh, Buffalo. Oh. So uh, they have like it's the fourth quarter. So we'll see where it goes. And so the, the night game, is going to be Dallas, the hated Cowboys, <laughs> against the San Francisco Forty ers So hey, you know, I'm rooting what? for the. Uh, for the the burgundy and gold what, yeah
1: what what is all this white stuff that's there i don't understand where's all that white
4: stuff oh see now see so you and brendan are just you, you guys are just crude you guys <laughs> are crude okay <laughs> he, he called me he
5: he's like cold. it's super cold over he here i was like cold. yeah it's a little chilly over here it's in yeah, the high 50s cold. low it's 60s cold. we had to put on a coat yeah i know
1: i had to wear a long sleeve sweater yeah, i mean ooh.
4: See, I, I see i need to make a take a flight out there and, and <laughs> kick and, some serious and, and, butt You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, speaking of kicking butt, Dave, perfect segue into the Ram 1500 TRX Crew Cab 4x4. Oh, man, I love that. Okay, so if you were to dial up a recipe for this thing, you might want to include a 702-horsepower, 6.2-liter, supercharged Mm twin-screw V8 that uh, outputs 600 pound-feet of torque and spins you to 60 miles an hour in 4.5 seconds. You may want to add 35-inch wheels with yep. lock capability, yep. 35-inch mm-hmm. tires, rather. You may want to add Bilstein Blackhawk E-squared shock absorbers that give you 11.8 inches of ground clearance, a 13-inch front suspension travel, and a 14-inch rear suspension travel. You may want to toss in a bed-mounted spare tire carrier just because it just looks hella cool. And if you mm-hmm. weigh out on the... Uh, you're out in the desert. You don't have time to climb under a vehicle. You need to be able to access that baby from the top in case you um, have a flat, and it gives you fixed tire capability because you can have one mounted underneath and one mounted in the bed. You may want to draw in the RAM bar, which is a bed-mounted light and roll bar. Now, it is bolted to the side panel, so I'm not necessarily going to call it a roll bar, because it may if you roll the truck it may have some right little protection, but it's not like a bolted to the body mm-hmm. chassis type of roll bar, but it sure looks great with four uh, mopar fog lights mounted to the top of it. It's just a it's just a crazy crazy cool car. I've got the uh, flame red clear coat exterior paint, black interior mm-hmm. it's got strategic LEDs, all over the uh, the front, the front, and the side, and the rear of the car. So, you know, when you're driving down the road, it looks like a big rigs coming at you. You fire it up. The neighbors hate you because it's it's bulls. I mean, it's got an it's got an exhaust system that's tuned just perfectly for this Ram TRX. Now, what I like about the the engineers at Stellantis, and we're talking Hellcat Ram. It's basically this is the same engine that's in a Hellcat. It's just tuned differently. Mm You know, same. uh, It's just tuned differently for um, for the Ram for the truck. But I mean, the you know the internals are polished and forged. You know, the the twin screw supercharger, special cooling throughout the engine for the engine transmission transfer case. I mean, they have done their homework with these high performance. Brotherhood of Muscle Vehicles. I know that's the Dodge slogan. It kind of transfers across Jeep, Ram, and Dodge because each one of them offers a performance version carrying the same 6.2-liter V8. Mm-hmm. And you started up, Dave, and it just it mm-hmm. just roars and it, it roars like a lion when you put your foot in it. Particularly if you're in sport mode, you know you're burning you're burning up a lot of of petrol, man. It's rated at 10 miles a gallon city, 12 miles a gallon highway. I'm sorry, highway 14 miles a gallon highway. So an impressive 12 miles per gallon, Dave Stall, of fuel economy. So you know all the uh, all the folks who are clamoring for electric vehicles. You know, there's a reason why. Because Americans, we cannot get enough of large trucks with large displacement engines. You know the Raptor, the the TRX. These are you know these are vehicles that that certainly appeal to a very specific few, but a very specific few that can afford the hundred six thousand dollar price tag, a hundred and six thousand dollars day. I know. Now, I'm sorry, one, I was off yeah. by a couple of grand. Yeah, and that's that's up from the base price on the uh, Ram TR fifteen hundred TRX Quad Four x Four. That's eighty three seven ninety. Of course, you toss in a near $2,000 destination charge because mm-hmm. it's a Austin product. And then you have things like the $10,295 TRX Level 2 Equipment Group, which includes leather trim bucket seats, ventilated front seats, wrap driver and passenger assist handles, luxury front door trim panel, full-length premium upgraded floor console, head-up display, Digital rearview mirror, premium wrapped instrument panel bezel, instrument panel LED ambient lighting, the radio, uh, driver mirrors, and pedal memory. So that's a mouthful, and about twelve other items. It's a lot in a package that cost ten thousand two ninety five. But if you wanted to save some money and you weren't interested in heated front seats or a heated steering wheel or park sense park assist you just wanted a kick butt truck that is the uh, epitome of american performance in on, on a large scale you can bypass a lot of these things that are optional i don't need a fold down tunnel cover because i'm gonna have my uh, black uh my, my trap my trailer mount in the trailer wheel mounted in the back right, your fifth wheel um i don't my fifth wheel thank you well it's not this it's not a fifth wheel because it's not you can't mount like a trailer to it. Mm-hmm. It's a spare tire mount. Oh, I gotcha! I gotcha! I gotcha! Like a Baja
1: type mount. Yeah, I yeah. do the same thing.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you buy a truck like that. You know, what do you, what do you, what are you doing? If yeah. You want luxury? Get a get an Escalade. You need large luxury? Buy yeah. an Escalade. Yeah. You know, buy a G wagon. Buy something else. But save your money. Put it all into performance. You know, get mm-hmm. the B lock wheels. Get the get the Ram bar. Get the lights. You know, is get the graphics kits that make your Ram TRX just look mean. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, need heated seats, although they were quite nice this morning because it was like thirty degrees when I woke up. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me think about that a second day. Hey, if, think, you're uh, spend, maybe, if you're gonna
1: spend, if you're wait maybe, a minute, wait a minute, yeah, if you're maybe, gonna spend anything over eighty grand, just go for it.
4: Really. So, I'm just saying man, you know, I could I could get this Ram and I could get a, you know, a nice econ- I could get a a Fiat, you know, 500 or uh, you know, I could get a Fiat 500, put it in the back of the Ram and have a car that gets me 40-50 miles a gallon.
1: You can't <laughs> get the You can't We're get concerned. in a Fiat 500. I, 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 most,
4: I most certainly can. I most certainly can. Really? Yes, it is one of the cars that I can actually sit up straight with. With the with the uh, folding no, sunroof, like gee. the car sunroof, absolutely man. I don't have any room for the levers. The levers get tucked up under the dashboard. <laughs> so he- heaven forbid I get hit by a Hummer. Oh Lord, because it would be uh, an, an epitaph for uh, for a stupid man. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that's true. But um, no, I'm just saying is that if you want to go this round terrific but you yeah. don't necessarily have to yeah. cross that one hundred thousand mile barrier i mean a mark not barrier because right. it's not a barrier for some for a whole lot of people yeah but i'm just saying if you want that kind of performance or you could do what a, a good friend of mine comatney Rollins, with automotive rhythms he bought a ram uh, 1500 um and you know he paid close to seventy five thousand for it. it's got this you know it's got a nice sounding v8 in it it it's got the um Twelve-inch vertical, uh, vertically oriented touchscreen got all the goodies in yeah. it, and and he's got the leather, you know, the heated this and the cooled that, and, mm-hmm. and it's seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, you know,
1: well, he needs and that to haul all his wheels around.
4: Yeah, well, he put he put custom wheels on it. He did, I'm sure he did. He got, <laughs> yeah, he got tires from uh, from I believe Michelin to uh, to you know give it that real rugged Michelin yeah. little, little or Bridgestone. I can't remember which. But yeah, um, it, it, well, the bottom line is that is this the twenty the new Ram fifteen hundred TRX crew cab four by four is a buy if you want the biggest oh, yeah. bad behind truck on the road it blows the doors to me off the Raptor which is another very nice vehicle but it doesn't have the out power output it may have better off road chops because it seems to have more off road capable standard equipment. But, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a classic YouTube video, Ram TRX versus Raptor. And I haven't seen it yet. I know they're out there, so I'd be curious to go back and take a look and see yeah. which one is actually better off-road. But either way you go, the, the, the message to Nissan and Toyota is clear. You may sell a few Titans. You may sell some Tundras. But the U.S. pickup truck market is U.S. That's right. And that's just the way it is. Right. So unless you've got a Ford, a Ram, a GMC or a Chevy, don't don't complain in our yard because right. you know the uh, Chevy has a ZR2 model, and you know you want you you get you want diesel, you want perform, you want to tow, you want right. to kick kick up some rocks. Right. The you know, U.S. Uh, truck market has what you need. Yeah. And these are reliable vehicles. The the, um, the Ford F one fifty for like the five millionth straight year is the number one selling vehicle in the United States. Uh, I think it's like close to 50 straight years now.
1: It's 75. Uh, it's 75 years old today. The F one fifty.
4: Yeah. But for, for like 40 plus years, it's been the best selling. Truck oh yeah. In the United States. Yeah. So, yeah. and, uh, and again for the 2022 model year it was named, uh, you know, bestseller as well. So hats off to Ram. You can go to, uh, to the Ram website, mm-hmm. spec out your, uh, your ram 1500 trx screw cap not sure if they're having any supply chain issues with this particular model but um if you can if you can stomach the bill it is a terrific vehicle yeah highly recommended you know get a get a an electric vehicle to offset the 10 miles a gallon that you're going to get in the city so <laughs> there you go
1: <laughs> i am not getting an electric vehicle thank you very much no, and sir. Yes, sir. for trivia i did this one down here in san diego at the auto show uh, I was going around, popping the hood on the T-Rex we had on the floor, and I was pulling the engine cover off where T-Rex, there's a... a yeah, one of
4: those Easter eggs.
1: Yeah, it's an Easter egg, and it's a carved-out T-Rex dinosaur with a raptor in its mouth. So that's all I'll say yes, about it, that's
4: that. Exact, yeah, that is a great uh, yes. uh, Easter egg to go
1: That's a T-shirt, forward. dude. That's a T-shirt. But Scott says, oh, yeah. no, 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 we
4: can't do that. We can't do a T-shirt. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So right. they've got a few of those throughout the car. A few of those Easter eggs throughout the car. Yeah, you just so got to go hunting. Just got to go hunting. got to go hunting. Go looking for those Easter eggs. So, that's right. So that's it. Uh, Ram 1500. School yep. cab 4 by 4 Hell of a car. Yep. Those I totally. I, I no way could
1: I afford it, but I would love it in a, in a heartbeat. Hey, hey one more thing I got to ask you. Are you into wrestling? Yeah.
4: No. Okay. That, that, that stuff that we see on television is not wrestling. Now, do you mean collegiate? And no, season, no,
1: no, 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 no. Brendan, I told Brendan, I says, you know, one of these days, what, what would you like to see on radio? And he says, we need to get a wrestler. So he got a world champion 1990s wrestler by the name of Bobby Blaze. And we just did an hour with him, and that was one of the most – enjoyable interviews I've done and I can't remember a long, long time.
4: Well, you know, wrestling as they uh, call it is, is entertainment. That's you know?
1: all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. Everybody knows well, who's going to win. They know who's yeah. going to win at the end right. and it's so funny. I mean, he was actually saying, yeah, I, got, I won this one and I won that one. Well, you already knew you were going to win this one and you knew you were going to win that one, but no. So well,
4: if I was in the WWE, you know what my name would be, right? What would it be? Andre the Giant.
1: <laughs> you know you could probably make some
4: money doing that, letting people throw your butt around. Oh hell no! Come on, man. Come on, I'll be your agent.
1: Nobody, hey, I'll nobody, be your agent.
4: Nobody, nobody's paying money to see a broke down sixty three year old cobble <laughs> across the ring. So you just squash that idea, Dave Stall. You just squash that right now. No, I'm going to come up with a. a hey,
1: when you see the outfit I'm going to have for you,
4: yeah, yeah, you're going to be in a lion skin. You're going to be in a lion skin. So next week, I'm, I'm on a plane uh, next Sunday heading out your way for a Mazda program. can't cool. remember the vehicle, but um, All right. I will uh, talk. And, you know, the following week is the Super Bowl. Yep, so, so you'll uh, be busy. Maybe a minute. Maybe a minute.
1: <laughs> depend on the score. All right, buddy, I'll let you go. You have a okay. wonderful Thank week, you. and I can't wait thanks, to talk buddy. to you down the road. Okay, thanks, guys. Take All right, care. we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to the You Want to Know Show. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to the You Auto Know show. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Dave and his team will take super good care of you. NAP Auto Care. ASD certified. AAA approved. Guaranteed clear across the United States for three years. 36,000 miles. Anything they do. Make sure you check them out. And Bumper Dock, actually, it's Collision Dock. I have to change my paperwork. That's Collision Dock, Kearney Mesa. They've bumped it up. They do full, uh, uh, insurance work for all the insurance companies. So you might want to check them out whenever you have a, a situation. Cause remember, you're always the boss when it comes to body work. You could tell the insurance company where you want to take it, not where they want to take it. So that's, uh, KearneyMesaCollisionDock.com. KearneyMesaCollisionDock.com. All right, I had two vehicles this week to review, but I think I'll do the Solar Octane 2023 Toyota 4Runner 4x4 TRD Pro. It's a V6, uh, a 4.0 liter, putting out about 270 horsepower. 278 foot pounds of torque it's kind of old school body on frame five speed auto but it's a trd so it's got all the bells and whistles and if you don't recognize solar octane that's the color and that is about as orange as you're going to get it looks like a tangerine sitting out there But it's got the black TRD tire and wheel package. All the lettering is blacked out. It's got a huge rack on the roof. But you know what, though? It's a great truck. Uh, Doesn't get great fuel mileage. 16 City, 19 Highway. I was lucky to get 17.7. And I was pretty much, you know, taking care of it, if you must know. Uh, But it's really amazing off-road. You can pretty much... Configure it any way you want. Uh, it's got versatile cargo area, uh, so you know I liked it. It's a retro-inspired 40th anniversary uh, of the Forerunner. Now they do have a limited, I think it's limited edition, maybe not, but it's jet black, and it's got the orange and red and white uh, accent stripes down the side of it, which commemorates. You know, the, because Toyota used to use those stripes all the time. Uh, but, you know, you've got TRD suspension. you got heated seats and steering wheel, which is really nice. Both controlled by a button. Uh, the Fox shocks are specifically tuned to this truck. You've got a really nice JBL 15-speaker sound system. you got great instrumentation. You have really good... Uh, gauge package uh, on this particular vehicle Uh, all the the features to go into four-wheel drive and what have you easily accessible uh you know it's and i'm just a toyota guy so i have to you know let you know right up front that that's not out of the out of the ordinary cargo space you got 46.3 to 47.2 and then of course in the back 88.8 to 89.7 and that's in the seat area so you have plenty of storage space you could pack up it's not so big that you couldn't go off road with it to a lot of the trails and territories that we have out here in uh, san diego and of course wherever you're at i'm sure there are uh there are other trails and what have you uh this is like i said the trd off road you could get uh you know a lower model if you'd like of the of the uh Forerunner, forerunners. uh four runners, yeah you can get them in two wheel four wheel so there's a lot of different options all you need to do is go to toyota.com take a look and see if you see anything there that you like but i will tell you one thing they hold their value like you would not believe it's a typical toyota it's almost like you're you're making a true investment in this this thing uh if you don't believe it go try to find a used one they're just virtually impossible visibility was awesome i think i had a little sunroof on it which i could care less i'm not a sunroofy kind of guy so that was not as as important but i tell you it's typical toyota it's got you know all the comforts you need great seating uh, great visibility great camera work on the truck you got a 360 so you Especially if you're going off-road, you definitely want to know where you're at at all times. And then it's it's set up, like I say, with that body on frame that you can mount. Uh, you can mount winches. I mean, there's all, there's just some, you know, it's a very versatile truck. And it drives extremely well. Yeah, you, know, you don't get a lot of harsh, harshness. I mean, it's very comfortable. Uh, I, but like I said, you know, you got to get in it and drive it. Uh, used are still silly. Silly expensive, uh, and speaking of expensive, the base model I drove is $53,270 and the tested model, you know, with all the bells and whistles, 55030 so it's up there. doesn't have a lot of optional items on it, so it comes pretty, you know, pretty well equipped, which is what, you know, Toyota likes to do. Uh, so if you've if you've never been in one or if you're thinking about it, you know, go take a look. the The styling I think is is amazing. I don't have any issues with styling. I think it's a great looking uh, rig. Um, so and then next week, I'm also in a 23 Chevy Suburban High Country four wheel drive. Now that's quite the vehicle as well, but you know it's going to take the right family to want to own something like that. So I'll do that review next week. Uh, stay tuned. We've got racial radios right around the corner. Brittany, everybody's sing happy birthday to Brittany. She turned 50. So she went to the desert to celebrate her birthday. And uh, so she's out there. or She's on her way home, actually. And she said she never thought it was so much fun to turn 50. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody ever say that but she's thrilled to be 50. Of course I probably would be pretty happy to go back to 50, but I don't know, not with you know, it's too crazy out there
0: right now. I still got a few more years till 50. Yeah, you got at least 3.
1: <laughs> hey, we've got uh, Marcy Constance, she should be calling in. She is a sports compact driver, kind of like Marcy McCallan. So we'll find out her trajectory as to where she's going and what she's planning on do, doing, I think she raced out at Barona. Uh, Is she on the line? Not yet. Okay. So we'll give that a try once we get back. And then, of course, we have Racer Radio right after that. So we still got... Gun see, Owners.
0: Gun Owners Radio. Or what did I say? Is it racer. racer? That's okay. radio.
1: Well, we do have Racer Radio. They had Gun Owners Radio. So we've got three more hours to have fun with. So make sure you tell your friends. Share and like. We're on all the podcasts. We're going to take a quick break. We're right here on the You Auto Know show, FM 96.1, AM
0: 1170, The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.